me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in to DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I am your host, David C. Robertson, and this is my co-host, Jason. Hello. Alright, so we are getting to you a little late, um, but we're going to be talking and getting all spoilery on Gotham 210, Son of Gotham. Um, this was a good episode, man. Yeah, I, I would. good things come to those who wait. And if you don't actually watch the show and you're just instead wondering how we'll try to pin it to the wall this week, well, you're out of luck. Yeah. Oh, man. This is that. What was it? This is actually oh. why we get so pissy about it when it's not a good show. And it doesn't. It, it's often not a good show. But it is capable of being a great show. And it does that every now and then. So when you show me an entire episode of mm. crap, I notice. Yeah. It's, um, it's a little interesting that way, though. Um, yeah, I love that line at the at the beginning where where Gordon is talking about Galavan in prison. He says, <laughs> "The way he acted, it wasn't like a man looking at a decade in prison." Right? Ah, oh, yeah, that was good. Um, almost as good as Bullock's uh, angrily talking about Captain Barnes. Guy gets stabbed. I thought we'd at least get a week of peace. <laughs> hey, Cap, got the flowers I sent? Right? Yeah. <laughs> You can count on Bullock. You can count on Bullock to show up for you. Just love the hell out of Bullock. Yeah. Oh, and look, before that, something I loved, uh, even in the intro, and the, just the, almost the cold open part of the show, we weren't very afraid. Uh, somebody looks like they're about to get mugged and or raped in the middle of the street, possibly killed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You never know. Um, it's about to get yep. violently, uh, involuntarily bad for this person. And mm-hmm. someone grabs them out of the shadows and pulls them away, and I kind of thought, well, there's Gotham's future. <laughs> yep that's a good call it won't that's always be the order of Saint stabby stabby but <laughs> the order of saint stabby stabby well it's better than the obvious joke i mean i don't want to say order of saint dumbass it's just come on we can do better than that mm, can we? we we can try can we we can try can Let's we look at poor bruce striving <laughs> use him as inspiration right I, I always use Bruce as a source of inspiration. Uh, speaking of Bruce, uh, I actually have written down here, Deception and Seduction, Master Bruce. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty great. It, like, um, what was what was the line they had the previous episode? Uh, You're not capable of that level of deception yet or something? Yeah. I kind of pinned in on that one and thought, oh, man, that's good. Um, yeah, it was good. I'm, I'm really loving that. And, and he did other things. This episode, like, there's just, God, he's a tiny, he's a baby bat. I love him so much. I, just right there at the beginning, your logic is flawless, Selena. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he absolutely believes her, but there's a one in six million chance he might pull it off, and he's doing it. Yeah, he's a ballsy kid, man. He is a ballsy kid. He really is. I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I've, I've fallen in love with him. I, that happened a while back, though. It, all the things we've ever said about this show, he's not on the list. Never has been. Mm-hmm. He's great. So uh, I, I couldn't help but notice that we were almost 18 minutes into this episode before we saw Ed. Uh, but I am, l- I am, yeah. But I am loving Penguin and Ed though together. I I did. I kind of wish they would have like a uh, like a, a rom com or something. I I could watch the Odd Couple with those two. Right. Cause I, like he's sitting there. He doesn't want to answer the phone because he's calling. And I'm like, Trouble in Paradise. Ed not enjoying yeah. your love at home as much. I think like the first time we see him though is like um, when Leslie comes in to see Edward about something or another. I can't remember exactly what she's wanting. Yeah, she but, comes um, in and um, she's just dropping off some work for him. So, hey, want the toxicology on this guy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and he is just being weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, and he tells her that uh, uh, Kringle left town with uh, with Officer Doherty. Do- Doherty. Did, did we just speculate that or did we go, go all the way to call it? We definitely listed it as something that she probably that he probably would say she did. I don't remember calling that. I usually remember when I call something or when you mm. call something. Okay. Maybe we didn't. Maybe I just was sure about it but never got on the air with it. In which case, discount me. I can't be trusted. <laughs> Ad hoc bullshit. Well, since we can't trust Jason, we are DC. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's been fun. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um. Yeah. Okay. So did you did you catch the, the, the reference to who Silver actually named as being... The killer of the Waynes? Yep. Paused it, laughed for a while, came back. Okay. She said it was Malone. M. M Malone. Malone. As in Matches Malone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I loved so much stuff about this episode. Even, like, Silver being in the show. Which I don't like Silver. I really don't. But she she was actually pretty, pretty awesome in this episode. Like, she was deceiving and... and flip-flopped emotionally and i just loved seeing bruce and selena get one over on her oh yeah and i like tommy the knife tommy the knife he was fun tommy the freaking knife keep him around he was fun he was fun i'd love to see him again oh yeah next time they need some muscle i hope they hire him i liked his little i I did i liked his little gag as yeah it was a good scam i was i was really i clapped uh, clapped out loud if that's a thing um, when Selena and Bruce actually come out and I thought, yes, hell yes, Bruce, that's, mm-hmm. that, that's the man we wanted to see. And then like, she starts to explain herself and he just cuts her off. Be quiet. It's like, yeah. Oh, that yes. was so amazing. Cause he totally did it. It was just be quiet. It right. Like, yes. Kevin Conroy right. coming out of that kid again. <laughs> yes. And it wasn't, it sounded like the kid, but mm-hmm. man, but it felt, it um, reeked of Conroy. It did. It did. Um, Oh, jumping back though. Jump all over the place. Earlier. You're not going to find yeah. a bad spot to jump. Good job, guys. I know. I know. Um, I loved how much like Ed was just like I don't know, man. He was like a kid who who just discovered that he liked girls and was trying to tell his older brother about it. Right. That's right. what he was like, except with murder. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> except with the worst thing that could happen. <clears throat> but he was trying to tell a trusted friend about a girl that he liked. But it wasn't a trusted friend. It was a guy he kind of helped. It was a guy he intended to make trust him. And I love that he, ref- he calls him Mr. Penguin. He did. 
made me laugh. <laughs> you know, it, I keep waiting for someone to call him Pingers. I think it's going to be Bullock, but yeah, if it was, if it had been Enigma, then it would it would have made me very happy. I'm going to call that one. I'll, the, I'll throw that one out there. Someone will call yeah. him Pingers eventually. It will be Harvey. To my knowledge, the only person who's ever called him Pinger is, Pingers is... Um, Mr. J. Well, Hamill's, Ham, Hamill's Joker, yeah, right. on the animated series. Right. Um, so I, yeah, I'd love to hear that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Maybe wanna... from a resurrected Jerome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We haven't seen... We haven't dived into the waters of who he's going to bring back yet. Um Mm. And you know this that that, that thread just kind of remained hanging for this episode. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. oh, um, as he's about to walk away from Silver, and she says, and, or he says, "You pretended to be my friend," and she says, "He'll kill me." And he says, "Goodbye, Silver." Right. <laughs> That's that was awesome. gaze over his shoulder, thinking, "Yep, man. Yep, I'm gonna see a cape one day, and I'm gonna see exactly that look in his eyes." Good job, good job, guy. That's the, I don't really want no. it, it. I would like them to finish this show, put him in the cape. Like, start year one right up there, let it mm-hmm. be, and then, like, in ten years, just give me, like, a one-hour special or something, just so I can finally see the grown-up version of that kid. Right. <laughs> As a bat. Um, so... Oh, and by then he's taken on a young ward named Terry McGinnis. Yeah, that's my dream. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, that's what they could do. They could they could just start doing uh, flash-forwards and um, have, like... An old man playing Bruce Wayne, and the same kid that's playing Bruce right now played Terry. <laughs> It'd be a little confusing for casting, but I'd be down. I don't care. I just want to see nah. Terry. I mean, you know, s- spoilers for uh, for Batman Beyond and Justice League, you've been warned. Terry's just a clone of Bruce anyway, so... <laughs> this is true. He can totally be David Bazooz. I think we've already spoiled that before. Yeah, we spoiled that in depth, I think, over the summer. So, Well, we spoiled that, you know, in depth, but someone may not have listened to that. Like, my girlfriend. Right, but, you know, why weren't they listening to us? Well, because she hasn't seen the, the Batman Beyond and Justice League shows yet. I, I'm just saying, you had all summer, guys. You had all summer. This is this is me being finally ruthless about spoilers. The guy who hasn't watched Doctor Who this year, deciding to be a mm-hmm. dick about spoilers. Yeah, that worked out for me, by the way. Yeah. So totally let's move saw on. headlines I wasn't supposed to. Fuck you, internet. <laughs> but to be fair, Dave here has done a great job of keeping his mouth shut. I know he wants to talk about it. Yep. Anyway, back to Gotham. Actually, I kind of haven't really wanted to. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, there are TV shows outside of DC? Yeah, um, right? Did you catch Master B this time? Master B, no. You miss it every time. No, does he? What? Uh, it hit, when, hit me. When did it happen? Um... Alfred goes into Theo Gallivan's place with his gun drawn. Says, Master Bruce, Master Bruce, Master B. And then there's Tabitha. Okay. (laughs) Every time he says it, it sticks out like a sore thumb to me. He just might as well call him Grand Master B. Start putting a, you know, backwards hat on Bruce (laughs) or something. He's got to youth them up somehow. I mean, it... Mm Mm-hmm. He, he like he has a hard line to draw because he has to he's he's uh, the the warden of this child but he's also is mm-hmm. you know that's it, a that's a hard thing so I guess little things like that reminding him that he doesn't actually have to say his last name unless he really feels like it mm-hmm. which I loved that Alfred man I just love Alfred yeah oh God. he tells uh yes he tells Tabitha I wonder what he'd do if I just disappeared you yeah <laughs> and the you've never seen him flinch either like. 
at no point has Alfred ever shown even the smallest hint of fear about anything other than whether Master B is okay. That's the only mm-hmm. thing that actually gets under his uh, under his skin at all. It, past that, I've I've seen like. How many people has have threatened him? Have walked right up to him at this point, and he just like closes the gap another inch and looks in their face. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. And God, yeah. the Alfred versus Tigers. I hadn't even dared to dream of that fight. Right, and at no point did I ever think like, yes, Tabitha and Alfred are going to get into it. They're gonna, their paths are going to cross just enough where they're going to have to. No, I never thought about that. Never crossed all. my mind that that would ever be a possibility. But you know. I mean, as soon as I saw her standing there, I went, oh. And I thought for a second they were just going to have a machismo moment and kind of kind of walk away. And I thought, no, no, mm. no, no, no. He's going to turn his back on her because he's that kind of guy. Because he won't, he, he has to. He has to show that he's brave enough to turn his back on her. And mm-hmm. she's not going to be able to handle it because she's not that kind of girl. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, all of my wildest dreams came true. Man, she threw that whip and he caught it. And I was like, Yes! Yeah, <laughs> and oh. then like he he gets in the elevator. I'm like, that can't be the end. And then there are heels on the on the roof of the car of the of the elevator car. Right. Oh, and you're God. like, shoot her in the butt. <laughs> but what, what did she wind up throwing and hitting him in the back with? Like, was that a? I I imagine it was one of her heels that she pulled off and threw. I don't but know. it had some weird art to it, though. I, I mean, I thought maybe it was just a knife. And to be fair, if you throw them kind of at the right angle, they do kind of frisbee a bit. But uh, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I was actually uh, I was talking to Matt uh, on the MCU cast about it, um, and he was like, "It was not a shoe. It was like a batarang thing." I was like, "It wasn't a batarang. It was like part of her <laughs> shoe." And he was like, "Who no. throws a shoe? Honestly, <laughs> that's highly irregular." <laughs> Whipped out the old Austin Powers line on me. It was good. Um, I don't know. I the, the battering idea occurred to me for just a second because it does. It has a weird arc, and I kind of thought, was that a bat? Mm-hmm. Oh no, it can't be. Never mind. Never mind. Just in context, my brain obviously tried to do that. But I was like, you know, if anyone had like a badass, you know, high heel weapon, it would be it would be Tabitha. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I would see that. I could see that. Um. What? Oh, wait, sorry. Hmm. I had I lost track of which note I was looking for. Oh, yeah. One particular shot. Um, it would be me that brings this up. You might not. You might recognize it though. I'm just wondering if it hit you too. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're storming the uh, what do you call it? A slapping something? They kept euphemizing. <laughs> I I forget what the hell they were calling these things. A a rub and tug mm. establishment or something. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. They kept I, I kept chuckling at the names going, all right, come on, come on, guys. Did they call um, it a slappy ending? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't I hope so. It made me laugh, and then I forgot what it was. But um, they're going to the, the whatever this is, and they, the, they do this weirdly long shot of the, man, of the woman leading the man down, and then she goes in the door. I'm like, I get it. It's a whorehouse. What, can we end this shot right. now? Oh, my God. Um, you finally get in there though. And then like the entire, uh, order shows up monks and all. And every time they do it, they do the, like, they show their knives. They do this. Mm-hmm. And my first thought was like, am I watching hot fuzz? <laughs> it was, I swear the same shot and just as funny. Right. Yeah. It, it didn't make me laugh. <laughs> the order of St. Stabby Stabby. Um, <sighs> no dude, the, uh, it, 
Oh, that little fight scene. I know this is a very small thing to to even notice, you know, but when you do something well, I hope someone does. And the little sound, the foley on cracking that guy's wrist. Great Mm -hmm. job. But like that and the actual uh, knife insertion. Oh, man. Great job on those. If you want to turn Jason into Tony the Tiger, you you get your foley work done right. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Hey, it's the little things, man. Oh. The little thing. Good fights, no. too. It's really hard to kill Jim. God, it's hard to kill Jim. It is. I, You know, at this point, I'm just like, you know, screw Bruce Willis. Right. Jim Gordon should be the next, the next, you know, diehard guy. Right. The next John McClane. Just reboot the series with him. The, um, oh, God. And, you know, it, speaking of which, same, it, like, Bullock's just as hard to kill. He's just got, like, it's a lot less impressive visually to watch. Because Gordon's mm-hmm. got a lot of cool moves, you know, he's got, he's, it, it looks like some very advanced defense training is, it, it's kind of fun to choreograph and watch. Bullock just sort of like shakes someone until they go away. Like shakes them and throws them. <laughs> and then, he does and then like screams bit. at the ceiling, no, 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 please no, please no, hold, hold, hold. I'm out of breath. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, all right, I'm good. <laughs> he really would be. He's the kind of guy though that like, I swear... It, you're you're in the middle of a street fight. He could be like, say he's at a bar. He gets in the middle of a bar fight. It's one of those where like no one's gonna back down because it's your bar. So you gotta you gotta fight this thing out now. He would be the guy mm-hmm. though that like they're holding each other. You know how boxers kind of lean on each other for a second while they're tired. Mm-hmm. He'd be the guy that like holds off and says, "Any chance you want to take a take a break and have a cigarette with me?" And they would. They'd have a cigarette and a shot, and they're like, "Okay," and then start slugging again. You know what? I would I would be perfectly happy with that scene. Me too. It would be so stupid, but somehow real. <laughs> somehow real. And now it'd be so a step I, back. It'd be a, a march in the characters in a wrong direction for the character. I assume he's still yeah. clean. Um. So what did you think of what did you think of Mayor James lying and letting Gallivan out? Uh, yeah. I mean, it seemed like that was obviously coming. Um. Mm-hmm. I ha- I was holding out hope just until the last second that he would you know balls up and whatever. They didn't even like the funny part is they didn't go into how uh, Galavan gets him to do that, but they kind of don't have to. I like his his character. I'm willing to assume he's such a coward that they were like, "I'll hurt your dog" or something, and he was, "Oh my god, no! I'll totally let you lose." That's I, I shouldn't use dog. I would totally do that for my dog. Yeah, yeah, you would. I have a real I have a real question here though because this is the only part of the the episode that really bothered me. Um, if Penguin's henchman Gabe, if he had been, fo- if he had people following Galavan, why didn't he continue to follow them? Like, why didn't he just say, just stay on Galavan? Why did he stop when he got to where Gordon was, just so Penguin could come out and yell at Gordon and, say, and demand to know where Galavan went? I think the real answer is because <laughs> writing. Um, poor writing? I, I'm not even sure how many points I'd like to take off for that. I, you know, I... Let, let me put it this way. It's headcanon again, but say Gabe was... It's Gabe, right? I think it was Gabe. Say Gabe was following. Yeah. Well, he followed Galavan all the way there. Um, yeah, he might want to know where the other guy is, but say he calls uh, calls Penguin at that point and says, I know where Galavan is, but he just he's, he's got two guys that are about to beat Gordon to death. What do you want me to do about it? I think Penguin would say, I'll be right there. Come save Gordon in the hopes that he'll like help his help his quest. Mm-hmm. No. He's a useful asset. I mean... I know. But see, that was the thing. Like Penguin didn't really like come. It didn't really seem like he was saving him. He was he was coming to question Gordon and find out where Galavan was. Yeah, I know. That's that's the part where. Yeah, I got nothing, man. I mean, maybe he lost him. Maybe he saw Galavan thought and thought our fight and thinks I'm not I'm not following that. 
Yeah. Uh, I'll take my know. chances with the two cops. Right. So, by the way, Galavan can fight. Yeah. That's a real thing now. That was, yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty badass. He, he's, he had good moves, too. He was well choreographed. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, he, he just looked like he was toying with him. Like, it reminded me of, uh, you know, Rage just toying with Rage Oliver. And, yeah. Rage and Oliver. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, oh, Jason's going to bring up Rage and Oliver again. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Cat playing with a mouse. All right. You got anything else on this episode? Uh, just one more mention about Bruce being an absolute player now. Okay. Yeah. I just, I, I like the little bit at the end. Selena kind of, you know, what'd you say? Like you, you could tell she, she's into, she's into Bruce. She, I mean, she's, oh, yeah. she's trying to not, but come on. He knows. He can tell. He's not dumb by any stretch. He's a little socially awkward. It takes him a second sometimes, but man, does he learn mm-hmm. quick. Um, yeah. But yeah, his, <laughs> he gives her the whole speech. It wasn't about her though. And yeah, it's just tacit enough that she knows that she needs to either like make out with him right then or get the hell out of the room. Mm-hmm. And now um, nah, you know she obviously gets the hell out of the room, but she can't even get her sentence straight afterwards. It's, I I, I kind of I'm clapping again. Just way to go, Bruce. Way to go. Yeah, I was I when he told her what he said and everything, and he's like, I didn't mean it about her. I meant it about you, or he didn't even say it was about you. No, he just left it on the table. I, yeah, he just left it. Yeah, he left it hanging there. Right. And I just thought, damn. Damn, Bruce. Right? I, I, yeah, yeah. I was so proud. And, like, at how old is he supposed to be in the show at this point? Like 13? 13, 14, 13, 14 something maybe like that. 15, something in that area. I, dude, I didn't, ha- I didn't have a player bone in my body like that at that age. I still yeah. don't. And you know, at least now we, we, we know that Selena's got an easier way to melt herself into those pants every episode. She's just got to think back on what Bruce was saying. Just <laughs> melt right into him. Just. Gets quite hot and bothered. She's on her way. Yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. I think uh, that does it for this episode of, of Gotham Season 2, Episode 10, Son of Gotham. Uh, I really enjoyed the episode. I thought it was a pretty good episode, except for that one bit at the end. It didn't really make a lot of sense with, we, uh, with Gabe we, and, the, and Penguin. We have that problem often. Even it, 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 That really is. That's the motif for us when we actually do a really like glaringly positive review about Gotham. It's always, yeah, but the M's a little weird, but whatever. We liked it. That does seem to be the, the weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like they, they completely exhaust themselves throughout the entire episode, and then at the end, they're just like, uh, sort of like uh, the like the end of those of that one that one shot fight in Daredevil, where they're all just sort of hobbling around, <laughs> swinging at air. You know, <laughs> they're so exhausted. <laughs> you can tell neither one of them wants to fight anymore. We're done. Can right. we just? Can uh, will will Penguin just do something on screen for a minute? We're all very tired. Right. We don't want to write anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Penguin says something to. Stuff. We did all the know. cool stuff. I mean, Alfred had a gun. That, by the way, is another trend for when we're like, great episode! Anytime Alfred gets a gun in his hand, we're on board. Pretty much, yeah. For the most part. <laughs> anyway. Um, we're going to be coming right back with uh, with more episode. We're going to be reviewing Supergirl uh, 104, How Does She Do It? And we've also got the, um, the Gotham Fall finale, Worse Than a Crime. Like I said, we are late. So that's what we're going to be doing. And we, we've got a big news episode where we'll be talking about the Batman vs. Superman trailer that debuted during the fall uh, the fall uh, finale of Gotham. It's so, not even really we, a trailer. It's just like a quick scene. It's, it's, yeah, that's exactly what it is, I mean, but it was badass. It, but, you know, um, hey, guys, <laughs> if you haven't noticed it already, you got 30 seconds of footage from the movie to go find. Go seek. Mm-hmm. Go. Go. 
we, we are we DC could just put screen. it up on the page for him right as soon as it posts and maybe just um, do our part i mean we can't post the trailer we put the link okay so if we we're have time busy, we're gonna we're gonna make this really easy for you <laughs> yeah I'll, but we've I'll got like three more episodes oh. to do so uh <laughs> i'll put it up on the website guys anyway um <laughs> We are DC On Screen. You can find us on dconscreen.com. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. If you really want to help uh, with the show and, and help us make this show, go and give us some five-star reviews and and and, uh, and ratings over on iTunes and Stitcher. And um, if you are interested in a Marvel podcast that's pretty similar to ours, go check out the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast with our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall. You can find them on mcucast.com. We're both proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. And um, until next episode, keep some DC on your screen, guys. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th.